podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harry at biggest idiot that I've ever known in all my life so I just recorded like the longest episode ever and it was great because I'm aware I've been a little bit you know the last few ones have been da 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 was that it angry morse code yes very angry morse code and then the last one just wasn't well the one that is this the well so it's this it so it's the episode previously known as this episode so then i don't know if anyone else ever edits anything on audacity because i'm thrifty for some reason it must just be the way it is so every single bit that you edit or whatever comes up in a little tiny file so after you've done podcast episode there's like 900 little files because it's all of those put together make an episode so i didn't realize this so i've just done this episode and then thought oh i'll clear up some space deleted them all not realizing it's this episode i mean don't actually know if there was a more interesting way to start this episode but anyway hello i'll tell you this at the end of the last episode Harry, do you want to actually just talk about this episode instead of all the other episodes no just let me let me say this so uh, literally just as i finished the last episode oh my god so i got a phone call so basically i know this guy that works for the bbc and whenever he rings me it's always like a really really fun job it's like a gig and it's on the radio or whatever so i thought i don't think i have his number saved well i thought i had his number saved but i think i don't know what it is but my phone always seems i must have something in the cloud that's arrived because my phone seems to only ever no matter uh, who I've met since like the year 2004 and whose number I save I always seem to have the people in 2004's phone numbers does that make sense so oh, I that. you know when people do that does that make sense when they just said I like cheese does that make sense do you understand yes I do you're absolute moronic mephonian that's right mephonian look it up don't you'll only be disappointed So yeah, so my landlord's called Richard and then this guy that works for the BBC is called Richard. So then a man called Richard is ringing me and then he's going on about water and I don't really know what he's on about and I'm just excited that I'm going to get a job gigging for the BBC. So I'm just being a bit weird with him to be honest. But it was my landlord and then so it's just taken me ages to figure out so I think Ethan thought I was being weird when in fact he was only ringing me to tell me that we flooded the shop below with our washing machine I don't I don't know why I trusted him to fit our washing machine yeah because in his old flat yeah you know the back of the washing machine the pipe goes into the where does it go into the wall into the wall it sorts out all the all the dirty and the clean but his pipe was like curled over and in the sink and I was like I don't think it's supposed to be like that and then sometimes it would like flip itself off and then go all over the kitchen and he was like no that is what it, it's supposed to be like so then i trust this buffoon to fit our new washing machine he didn't do it right and then it's flooded in this woman's shop then she's messaged me going you need to turn your water off i've gone downstairs she's literally talking to me whilst water is dripping from the electrics so then i got a, a new um because it's a salon so i had to get a new tanning machine 
Wow, £215 for a tonner machine. Said to her, I said, couldn't I just dust your customers in paprika? I don't think it wasn't time for funnies, you see. And then, because it all works weird, so then we have to give her, so she sorts out the, the water bills, she like splits it all up. And I found out saying to her, well, don't, can't we pay a bit? extra because you've had half our water haven't you <laughs> through your through your ceiling but again you know yeah so that happened and then and then this weekend i went to stay with some friends oh it was lovely seeing them but they've all oh, bless them they've had a bit of an unfortunate occurrence not in a like like a death or anything but like so they in fact i guess i can gossip on this because because so many listeners listeners are in america so i could like anyway it's one of these people and they have a pub and then and then they're like my friend's mum lives with her and her husband in this pub and then the and then the mum's just proper sort of moved in this absolute abomination of lazy fucking scraggy heads bloody rat muck cat weasel into the into their place and he's not doing anything and it's just sad because they're such good people and isn't it like the thing is when you live somewhere that's your sanctuary so when you've got like an amoeba sort of articulating your emphysema it's just horrible oh i've had it before i oh probably said this before i moved up to manchester i'd put in the notice on my flat before i'd left like an absolute muck spread ahead and then so i ended up moving in with this couple jesus christ well i mean where do i start so i think maybe i was a little bit sort of jealous because we're well, not jealous but they were like 24 and i had an house and i was like i was like 30 so yeah, I guess not jealous, I just guess shone a massive mirror in front of my face about my life choices when I'm like six years older than them and don't have my own place. So, I, but they were, you know these people that are in just toxic relationships, so it's just toxic. So I, you, well, if, you, if you're going to do something for someone, why would you do it if you were just going to throw it back in their face? So he, I think he used to be in like a bit of debt or something so then, so she's she's helped him out but then she's always reminded him of the, that she's helped him out so then, even if you just have a bit of banter with her, like, and not banter as it, you know when people say banter, it's like I'm going to rip off your legs and, and put a possum that likes spleens in your neck. Like, that's nasty. But, you know, when people were like, banter, and it's just actual banter. He'd just be like that with her. So it just... Well, more flanter, maybe, seeing as they're together. And I was just sitting there, watching the soaps. And then she'd just suddenly turn and be like, if you be like that, I'll, I'll cut off your phone contract. And it was just always awkward. And then I went away once for the weekend, and then came back, there was, like, a hole in, hole in the wall. And then she let it slip one day that he... Like, pissed in my bed, but I can't even remember why that was now. And then, because I think he was actually only with her because he was banned. So he was a football hooligan and he was banned from the city centre if ever there was a home match on. Yeah, so he'd always stay in. And then the moment that got lifted, he like broke up with her in the street and they argued and she said right give me the house keys and all that so then he gave her the house keys and, and then she was going to like a conference in um swindon i think it was and so she said to me like it's over he's been vile like all this and this this is when she told me about pissing my bed and all this business so she was like don't let him in he doesn't live here anymore and I, i'm like very girl power so i was like oh okay and to be honest, I didn't even think I'd have to sort anything out. He's gone on, so he's now allowed to go to a 
football match. So he's now gone on the bender, off his head on coke. I've come back with a friend and we're going to have tea before we go to a gig. And then he's just there, like, proper, literally propping his head up against the wall because he's so off his head. And I was like, oh, God, I don't know what to do. But to be honest, he was more... Like, you know, when someone just needs to lie down and, and he would literally be out for, like, 48 hours because he was so off his head. But I thought, well, you know, I'm the person in the in the flat that is is the least. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the flat is the least of mine. So so I just thought, well, I should, seeing as he's there and she's told me strict instructions for him not to be there, I should probably let her know. So I've let her know and she's like, you need to get him out and all this business. And I and I was like, come on, mate, do, do you want to get out? And, the, and he's like, no. And I'm just like, oh, God. And then I can't remember why, but at one point his mum, I ended up ringing his mum. But then even she was sort of pretty much told me that he he was violent. And I was like... Jesus wept, if someone's mum says they're, you know, too violent, then what the dickens? So, in the end, I really scooted him up and scooted him off. And, and then he left his work boots in a taxi and then after, I had to sort them out. And then and then he kept trying to come back in the following days when she was still at the course. And then it got to the point where I was having to go to a gig, but I was making my tea, sitting on the floor with my arm up on the hob, like wiggling my saucepan around because I, because he was just outside looking up to see if anyone was in. That's not a way to live. And then, but I'm all very, you know, if if you need me to get involved for you because you're in a terrible relationship, and then after that, like it's it's a small price to pay if you've got rid of someone that's poisonous, and and then you're gonna have a nice future. That's okay. But where I fucking draw the line is then I've gone gog Um so I've come back from a gig and then he's at in the kitchen and then he's what am I gonna do? And he's and there's like two plates of knives and forks and I'm like, the little fucker so, what the fuck was the point of me being in, like, putting me into all that shit when the moment you've come back, you two have got back together? And then after that, I was like, nah, this, I'm not staying in. And she's like, oh, but you haven't given your notice in. I think the notice was void the moment your boyfriend's pissed in my fucking bed. Thank you very much. So, so yeah, that was probably my worst living, living situation. I'm trying to think, I swear something else happened there. Can't think. And then, oh, then the place I lived afterwards, uh, there, it always felt weird, like there was a weird presence. And it turned out the guy before me hung himself in it. And my friend Lou's into like all the ghost and ghouly stuff. And she said that she just constantly felt like a like a cold chill by her whenever she was in there. And then one day she asked, she goes, she goes, Lee, are you there? And and then the, the kitchen light just went. <laughs> Just flickered like on and off and on and off and then blew. And I was like, wow. I mean, if that's not ghost and ghouly, that is um, the, like the biggest coincidence ever. Because it didn't even... Do sometimes, like my mum's like in in Cornwall, that always is like... Well, I was going to say it's always on the way out, but it must... That must have just been the same one. That she, that's, yeah. But, but this one never like flickered anyway. So it was very odd. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, because he hung himself in the bathroom. And I used to just, like, get pissed and then sit on the bathroom, on the toilet, pissed, and be like, look, Lee, we're both in this together. Oh, it was horrible. Absolutely horrible there. But then I guess it got better. Then when my mum died, I lived with 
some friends, bless them, they helped me out. But essentially, you know, I was living with a couple and it was a bit awkward. Especially, I think I definitely outstayed my welcome. God, maybe I was, maybe I was, well, no, because I wasn't, no, I definitely wasn't. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what I could say without giving away you too, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's important, isn't it, to, to like, to like where you're living. Absolutely. And then, so then after that, I lived with friends. And it, yeah, it just got better and better. And now I, I think I'm definitely in my favourite place that I've ever lived in all my life. Like, I just, not even the flat. I think I think the best flat I ever lived was my flat in Birmingham when I, when I lived with Laurent. Have I ever told you about that? Laurent is this little French guy and he, oh my God, the, the fucking absolute nightmare. Oh my God, yeah, I forgot about her. So I lived with this absolute... Uh, I mean, I t- you know... You know, like, office parties where there's someone that works in the office that is just, like, that insists on constantly getting their vagina out during the party? That is probably... Like, the the girl I lived with before, lovely French Laurent, was... She, oh, my God. Just, like, everything was an innuendo and she had no... She literally had no sense of humour and no personality other than sex and everything just being, yeah, like I said, an innuendo and a boyfriend. My mum's come, my mum's come round, they've, mum and Joe have come up from Cornwall and her boyfriend's like walking around in his pants with his giblets hanging out. That's just like, so disrespectful to Mrs Dyer. I would never, well, I'd never walk around with my giblets out. Where no matter where I was, even if I was really comfortable, and my mum said I could, well, you know, she, she was alive. So, anyway, Laurent. So when when the girl lived there, it just smelled of bin because she was, ugh, and then she she couldn't cook, and she always used to like just bung stuff in that like that she thought might go together, and then it would just be like ming slop every meal and then everything's might have been her dinners might have been the bins might have been the flats might have been so when i'd go to open my door it was just the bing ming fucking hello biffer and it was horrible and then the moment laurent moved in oh my god hallelujah he oh because he used to want to be like what was he like a patissier and he'd be like every do we having da 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 and i'd be like bloody hell laurent even my mum hadn't eaten butter for years and she fucking all of his bacon had so much butter in it she was loving it oh yeah so he was a joy and that flat was a joy but then yeah but then laurent he got a, a girlfriend she was really, really nice but she had the loudest child and he was a bit stupid as well it was the stupidest child they once went to uh, I think check on the car or something in the car park, and then and then they left me with this little child, but I didn't realise that he had like socks on and it's wood flooring, so it's quite slippery. And then he's face planted my cactus. So then they've got back from the car, and then I'm literally picking cactus needles out of her son's face. <laughs> she had so, so that that was that really. So yeah, so he was a joy. And then this is a joy, living, you know, because I've never, never lived with a boy before, never been in love or anything like that. And how bad is this, right? So I went away this weekend and then I've come back and, my God, we probably missed each other. I felt like a bit of me was missing and that, oh, that's horrible, isn't it? I just hate, I hate that I feel, so I've, I, I don't know, I think I've been through stuff and, and, and I, and I'd resided myself to a fact, to the fact that, I was going to be alone. I didn't need anyone. I didn't particularly trust anyone. 
I was I was like slowly by slowly cutting more and more friends out. Cause like I said, I just didn't. I think because comedy can be quite gossipy and cutthroaty and that, so you get on with people. But then, but then the people you get on with, you gossip, you gossip with them, and they gossip with you. So then, someone that's paranoid like me, which I just got in my head like, well, if you're gossiping with me, I bet you're gossiping about me to other people. And then, so it was easier to just start cutting people out. So. I'd say I pretty much had no one before I met Marvin, and then well, then I well I lived with Amy, who was who was a delight, and we'd have fun, but still I'd never really go out. Just me and her would goof around and have a laugh, and uh, but it's scary I think to because now I've opened myself up, and well yeah, I mean in a way I kind of hate the fact that I've missed some, I've missed this person when I've been away for a couple of days. I feel fucking pathetic, and then oh. Right, but I guess that's just what love is, and I'm. I wanna know what love is. You do, worry I think you do. Yeah, because I never. I don't think I've been in love because I never felt anything like this before. Yeah, but it's, I fucking hate being vulnerable. I hate relying on people, trusting people. But then maybe that's, you know, you can't you can't go through life on your own and not trust anyone. It's not, not good for you, not good for you at all. I mean, I don't know what I, what I would have done without him. So patient. Anyway, so what is what what the bloody hour am I saying? Oh, I'll tell you this thing. And you're going to be like, Harriet, come on now. But I think one of my positive things this week is going to be jacket potatoes. I love a jacket potato. I, I've been eating, for the last couple of weeks, I've been eating about two jacket potatoes a day. I'm actually livid at the minute because I ate a jacket potato and then I thought I'd turn the oven off to just ferment my other jacket potato and I left it on and it's like a fucking charcoal ball which I'm gutted about so I'm not having two jacket potatoes today which I'm yeah not a bit about but because when you go to spudgy like it's like I mean I had I did have king prawns and it's delicious and they there was loads of them but seven pounds for a jacket potato a potato seven pounds a potato isn't even 50p a potato is 25p because in it you get four jackets for a pound sometimes even less so that's just taking liberties that is but then um, i think me and my brother have got the opposite dna because my brother he hates jacket potatoes they see says that they're making clinically depressed and well and then maybe he shares the same dna as brian from e17 because remember when he ate a jacket potato and then he ran himself over with his own car so maybe it's like that, but oh, jacket potato and prawns, what a treat. So yes, here's some good news for your tender chops. Is I've got I've got my hair done. It's looking very snazzy. I always feel good when I've got my hair done. That's why, because I'm going to London, I can't think like, oh yes I can. Anyway, so, oh there's really nice news. This, this poor family, their house got burnt down and it was two days after this woman's baby shower. So all the stuff that people had bought for the baby had been, you know, burnt to a crisp and all that. And the fire brigade was so moved by it that they clubbed together, got her all the baby shower stuff and, and they raised that much money that they also got her a lease on a new on a new flat. That's just the amount of fires and stuff. They must see as well to then for for 
for one to still oh, for one to still resonate with them. You know what I mean? So that I thought I thought that was lovely. And then um oh then there was this there was, so there was like a father daughter dance at a school in America. I mean, I don't know why that would be a thing anyway, because just too many kids have absent parents and parents have died or whatever. So I think, I think something like that is really insensitive anyway. But anyway, this, so these two girls were best friends and one of their dads died like last year. So then the other dad said, oh, would you mind if I... So said to his daughter, would you mind if I took the both of you? And uh, so they so they went together and I thought that was, thought that was really nice. One of the things that, that's nice is the, um, there's a thing called like do something for nothing or something and this guy goes around London and gives homeless people haircuts and then and it sounds like something little but I just, like over the weekend I I missed a day without a shower and I felt fucking horrible so I think you feel a lot better like, and I've had my haircut yesterday Marv did it and I feel feel snazzy I mean yeah I was gonna say I never look sexy but I do look sexy sometimes yeah I like the idea of doing something for nothing we should do it more. And it just goes to show how little it is done because if ever I do something tiny, like, I don't know, help someone with their suitcase or something like that, they're, the person's always really shocked. And it's like, come on now. This should be... Especially, you know, someone that's, like, physically struggling. They should have plenty of help. Yeah, I'm gonna... I'm stuck. I'm sorry, I've like tr- probably tried to be really positive this one. The one that I did before that I deleted was so positive and so good and I've just been pissed off throughout this about the fact that that one got deleted and then, and also now my jack of potatoes, fucking a charcoal block. But I'm hoping that next week I can come on and go because I've got some, hopefully some really good news and then I can, not like I'm pregnant or anything. God, I hope not. Um... But yeah, like comedy wise and stuff. So yeah, so thanks ever so much for listening as usual. Um let me know if you've got any stories that you'd like to add to it. Uh it's don't worry by polarhappy at gmail.com. Keep sharing, keep listening. Thanks so much for listening. Cheers now, cheers now, cheers now. Is a no That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download, share, tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.